is Bisola Fatoi. Welcome to another episode of Nigeria Daily, coming to you from Daily Trust Online. Demolition exercises across some states in the country has left persons, families and businesses faced with the immediate struggle of finding new shelters. Memories and lives built within those walls are uprooted, leaving them with uncertainty about the future. What does it feel like to lose a house or business to demolition? Let's hear from some Nigerians who have once had their properties demolished as my colleague Daniel Oluwole interacts with them. My name is John. I was located at area 10 UTC. Ah, I feel so bad. I feel so bad. And I lost many things of my property. Now, as I'm talking to you now, by certain gifts of God, I will, I feel beyond you. And we are not realizing. But only thing that is there now, as I'm talking to you now, I'm at home. The little of my making that I can carry, I take it home. And I said, so let me look around that area to look at another. Well, it was noisy. We are paying 600 for our. We have landlord here, apart from government. Okay. Is the landlord that negotiates with the government? So the initial you are talking that you push move into is how much now? The place we move to now. Yes, opposite we, we move to. They ask us to buy a form beside that, the same area. Okay. We buy form. Some people buy form 250, 300, 400. So they will now build another small space for you. And not, they are not enjoying that that place you must use it. For that business, that one is just for rent. They can come anytime too and, and demolish it. The place. Yes. The, that is the risk we are taking now. Okay, my name is Shea, I own shop in Kazombati. They demolished our market almost four years now. We are the one who built the market after they got fired in 1992 during Tanka So he's the one who gave us permission to do the shop by ourselves. So we went to the court. The court in Kazan, they would have say all the owners' shop they must go me, they must give us our shop back and pay compensation for us. So when Nasser Erupai, he was the governor in Southern State, we never appealed the court ruling. So often now we don't know our situation. So they start building the market. So they start giving people out the shop. So we, we don't have the money to buy that shop because the money of the stock they start pricing around 1.7 to 2.5. The shop, shop that was shop. demolished, how much was it? No, we don't bought it a long time. Okay. Some people bought it at the rate of 50,000, 70,000. Some they bought it at the rate of 1 million naira. It's different of the shop and the location of the shop. Okay. But present now, we, the trader in the market, were struggling to eat the food because we don't have a lot of money in our hands. So they start giving people out of the shop. They say, if you want the shop, you must pay the money. So we don't have the money. So we are begging the new governor of Kaduna now to look for that court matter. May he settle us, give us our shop back, and pay us compensation. That is what the court will out on that time. That is that thing. So ever since then, what has the government done on this case? So the government say they want build shop. They are starting building the shop. But often they not finish the market. So they build some part of the market. Because some other people die because of this one. They get hypertension. Some they are in the sick right now. They are in hospital. They don't have the money to pay their medical bills. And some are, they leave Kaduna because they don't have anything. They depend on that shop. Now they don't have anything. Even their money don't go. Because of the economy in this country. Those were the voices of business owners across states who lost their shops to demolition. Recently, 
Kano State had a series of demolition exercises which had affected mostly markets. Let's hear from Zaradin Yakubu Shraibu, a reporter in Kano, who tells us the state of things in the recently demolished markets in Kano and Yobe State. My name is uh, Zaradin Yakubu Shraibu, a reporter with Daily Trust from Kano. Well, uh, as far as Kano is concerned, the demolition exercise has affected so many businesses, <clears throat> especially the recent one. Last two months, a new government has come system, and uh, they found some of the buildings in some of the markets in Kano that uh, they were alleging that they were sold, the plots were sold out illegally to the owners by the past administration. So they decided to demolish them all. Especially, one of the biggest places that was affected is uh, a place called Masalas in Italy. It's, uh, it's kind of at uh, it prayer ground, and it was sold out. Even though not all part of it were sold, but it was sold out to individuals who build number of shops. There are over 500 shops in that place, and uh, some are even, uh, we can call it a tower, because there are buildings that are up to six, four, five, three-story uh, 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 buildings. Can you tell us the reasons behind this demolition? Well, there are so many reasons behind it. But the state government is saying that uh, the plots were sold out illegally to the owners. And uh, severally, they have been warning in their campaigns before they come into power that uh, anybody that votes such kind of plots is like he's just buying a paper, which means that if they come, they will revoke the license, and that's what they did. They said they were sold out illegally. They were not meant to be markets, but they were sold out to public. Some of the places are in graveyards, some inside mugs, some inside schools, some are in the eat ground, as I told you, while some are on waterways. This modern market built by government, how well are you sure that these traders can afford it? Well, uh, I can relate this to some similar cases in the past. There were places where the marketers were asked to leave with promise that uh, the government would build modern markets, after which they would give them uh, their back their shops so that they pay the parents. But unfortunately, in some instances, you will discover that the jobs were allocated to politicians, business, big business uh, owners, while the small business owners were left behind. And uh, even if they have to pay for rent, the cost of rent is not affordable to them. You can set example with Quarry Market here in Kano. There was time when the government asked them to relocate. We call them Entebra. They have their cares in one place, but the government asked them to leave so that they will build shops in the place. After building the shops, the occupants discovered that they cannot even pay half of that rent of the shops. Therefore, they have to be placed out of it. And similarly, recently in Yobe State, a modern market was built by the state government. Initially, it was a park, but the government asked the occupants that they should leave to a temporary place was promised that they will build a modern market and also keep them shops inside. But after building the market, the owners discovered that they cannot afford to pay for the rent, as some of the shops were added to have been sold out or leased out to big business operators and as well as faulty shares. So this is the situation. This is what is happening. Well, while the government offers new spaces, the transition according to the affected persons is never smooth. 
Though the government's reason for carrying out such exercises are profound, how then can the government achieve their aim without Nigerian businesses feeling distressed? Well, after the break, we will find out. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back. Before we went on a break, we spoke to some Nigerians who have been affected by demolitions ordered by the government. Now, how then can the government achieve their aim without Nigerian businesses feeling so distressed? What effects does this really have on businesses? Let's hear from a business analyst as he gives us his take on the matter. Okay, my name is Dr. Emmanuel Bashari. I'm a business consultant and I support uh, businesses to grow and to scale. The thing about demolition is that um, I think uh, I will fall both the traders and the government uh, on both hands, okay? Now, when government puts together a master plan, okay. it becomes incumbent on the government to ensure the enforcement of this master plan. So that whenever there is, an, there is any alteration to that master plan, it's quickly addressed before it escalates or goes out of hand, okay? So, for example, the place that was originally a mark for, let's say, recreation powder. Then some people go there and start selling things there. And the government uh, agency responsible for enforcing the master plan does not say anything about it. Okay. So one person goes, the second person goes, the third person goes, the fourth person goes. Now, when when people keep doing the wrong thing over and over again, after a while, it begins to look like the right because nobody has cautioned or uh, rebuked it. It now begins to look like, oh, that's a normal thing to do. But that's not even the right thing. But because it has been done over and over again, it begins to look like the right thing, okay? So when you don't stand with any and Kirby, it begins to look like, oh, it's a normal thing to do. Everybody is doing it, so that's normal. Yeah, okay? On the part of the citizen, when, when there are laws, let's try to obey the law. Where there is no law against something, well, you can be excused. But when there is a law against, make sure uh, it's adhered to. You want to find a shop somewhere, make sure you ask questions about the situation of things in that place. Is it a legal place to do business? Is there any encumbrance around it that cannot allow you to do business there? Ask questions about it and let those questions be adequately addressed. I don't like it when government have to demolish things because it comes with a huge economic impact. So people are just trying to survive here and there, and then government comes with a, with a big stick, welding their feet around and pulling down businesses and everything. All right, doctor. After demolition and these shops are built, why do you think people find it difficult to get these shops? See, kids, I mean, one of the key reasons is like a theory. How many traders can afford it? So the few that can afford it can buy it. The few that can, the other ones that cannot afford it are left stranded. Remember, so these traders are not trying to become rich. They're not trying to make ends meet. So mm. when you create that kind of environment, you make it difficult to do business. The trader renting the shop is one part of his deal. The other is selling things in that shop and actually getting it sold. 
That's the second part. But by the time you make it difficult for him to even get the business started, you now make it even more difficult for the business to survive. So a trader who is struggling to to keep a working capital of one million, you now tell him to go and pay for a shop and he should buy it up front and, and pay up front and he should buy it for five million naira. Where will he get that money from? Even if he takes loan from the bank. How much profit he makes it back and cover up for the cost of the phones that he's going to get from the bank? So, when the real people, the real players in the industry are not involved, and they are not the ones that are carried along by government to allocate this shop, racketeering happens and the real traders suffer. That was Dr. Emmanuel, a business analyst who emphasized the need for Nigerian traders and property owners to stick to obeying the laws put in place by the government. Surviving property demolitions requires resilience, creativity, and a united front. While the challenges are immense, the human spirit endures, finding ways to adapt, rebuild, and overcome. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or bossproud.com. You could even listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Just, Badegi Radio 90.1 in Mina, Hadin K 108 FM in Duguri, 104.9 FM in Hadija, Jigawa State. You can also tune in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. You can also listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. If you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us on 091-389-33390. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and Facebook at Daily Trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 091-389-33390. Bye for now. Oh, 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 oh,